This is On The Radar, episode 206, and as always, it's me, Radar, and we always talk about the local and national sports and pop culture. Let's get to the news. Rest in peace to University of Houston's Reggie Chaney has passed away age of 23. Again, we talked about last week a few people dying under the age of 25, even under 28. Sad. Rest in peace to him. Rest in peace to Ron Cephas Jones. I always thought he was older than he was because he was playing Randall's father and This Is Us, Sterling K. Brown's dad. And the things I've seen him in, he's always played like an adult role. But he's only 66, so sad that that's the case. But it said he was active since 77. I must not have paid attention, but he earned him two Screen Actor Guilds Award and four consecutive Emmy nominees, winning twice for Outstanding Guest Actor in the series. It said he was in Mr. Robot, Get Down, Luke Cage, Truth Be Told, Half Nelson, Across the Universe, Glass Chin, The Holiday Calendar, Dog Day, and Dolomite Is My Name. In 2022, he was nominated for Best Performance for a Featured Actor in a Play at the Tony Awards for his performance in the play Clyde. Yeah, so it's like a long-lived career for this man. But still, in my opinion, not long enough because of how good of an actor he was. That obviously the critically acclaimed stuff came 2015 when it started with Mr. Robot. And uh, as I said, Get Down, Lose K, This Is Us, Truth Be Told, which was a, a mini-series. And uh, Law and Order, he was on eight episodes. He was on some better things as one of his last things before he passed away. So just rest in peace to Ron Seth, Seth is Jones. Big part of my life watching This Is Us. Rest in peace to Dick Tominak, the baseball pitcher who, who passed away age of 92. Had a 10-10 record, 495-year array, and 166 strikeouts. He played for Cleveland Indians and the Kansas City A's. He served in the United States Marine Corps as well. Rest in peace to Alfie Alex Cole, a little younger on the age spectrum, 58 years old, finished with a 280 lifetime average, five home runs, 117 RBI. He played for Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Colorado, Minnesota, the Red Sox. He, his baseball career kind of ended with a... where he spent most of the year in the minor leagues and then went to independent ball. Then he played in the Mexican League as well, and he also went to prison in 2002 for possession of heroin for 18 months, but rest in peace to Alice Cole. Rest in peace to the young Capone rapper at the age of 35, known for what it is, lights, camera action, dope boy fashion, past the age of 35. Rest in peace to Rick Jarenet, the Canadian television radio personality known for his play-by-play work for the Sabre Network, <coughs> excuse me, for... 51 years. He started with the team on the radio during the second season and obviously finished last season. His longest tenured play-by-play announcer single team in his, for single team in NHL history. He moved to television during 95-96 season and then began doing both in radio duties. And he was known as RJ within the organization. Uh, just sad to lose someone in the sports community. Rest in peace to Rick Jarrett. Rest in peace to Catherine Hodit. The morning news producer at a Sacramento NBC affiliate has passed away due to 23. Pretty impressive to have that job at 23. Happy trails to Miles Jack. In his retirement, the former Jaguar Steeler, who had signed to play this season with the Eagles, decided he's going to retire with a two-time second-team All-Pac-12 
was defenseman freshman of the year and an offensive freshman year in the Pac-12. Finished with 581 total sacks, tackles, excuse me, six and a half sacks, two forced fumbles, two fumble, fumble recoveries, three interceptions, 17 pass deflections, and two defensive touchdowns. <coughs> excuse me. Happy trails to him on his career. Thought he would have been a good addition to the Eagles. Both the Lakers and the Clippers announced they're going to donate over $450,000 to those impacted by the Maui wildflowers. So, kudos to them. Interesting story. A fan was booted from the Packers' practice because he pretended to be an official. And no one ever heard of him, so he claimed to be a video intern and even have some commitment to the bit. Shooting up with a camera wearing a Packers polo to try and sell the ruse. Yeah. Interesting. I wish I actually had one, but that would be cool to do that. I thought that was an interesting story. And then NBA and ESPN and the TNT have their schedules for the in-season tournament. That's going to be through not November. It will be November 3rd through the 9th of December. In the group stage, ESPN will air eight games and TNT will air six. ESPN's eight games are all on Fridays while TNT's will air on Tuesdays. All of them will be scheduled doubleheaders. NBA TV will air just two games. Those are fans of that. That's the schedule. Interesting NHL story. Dan, uh, Dan Petrie's son, who is a former Tigers pitcher, is now playing for the Red Wings, and he's wearing the same number, 46. Bengals Joe Mixon was found not guilty of aggravated menacing. He was accused of pulling a gun on a woman after a road incident, saying he would shoot her in the face. There was not enough evidence to present to think that he was actually doing that. It took place on January 24th during the Buffalo, the day before the Bills played the Chiefs. I mean, excuse me, the, the Bills. I mean, the Bengals playing the Bills. So that's good for him. Chief Superfan, though, is indicted on bank robbery, money laundering charges. He's accused of three counts of armed bank robbery, one count of bank theft, 11 counts of money laundering, and four counts of transporting stolen property across state lines. And that they said he, that he laundered the proceeds through casinos in the Midwest and used the funds to attend Chiefs home games and away games. Obviously, he's known as the Chiefs of Hollet, the guy who dresses up in a gray suit to games. And he said he's linked to six, six robberies and two attempted robberies during a nine-month stretch in 2022 as well. So, Ellie's going to prison, but that's still an interesting story. The NBA has also launched an investigation in James Harden for his comments about calling Daryl Morey a liar. See where that goes. Major League Baseball this past weekend for Sunday games in Southern California were postponed because of Hurricane Hillary, so they all played doubleheaders on Saturday. Uh, rookie Mason Wynn, who got his first career hit. Pete Alonzo threw it into the stands, but decided I felt like a bad person. And he sent an autographed bat and bottle of a 1942 to him as a goodwill jester. So that was nice. Yuri Perez of the Marlins, the youngest player to record 10 strikeouts in a game since Felix Hernandez in 2005. Jimmy Graham experienced a medical episode Resulted in becoming disoriented. He was taken to custody by local authorities and then sent to the hospital. Most likely for a seizure and spent the night in the hospital. So hopefully everything is good with one of my favorite tight ends. Everything's good there. 
Patriots rookie cornerback Isaiah Bolden was released from the hospital Sunday after he after his orbing hit from a teammate that led him to be immobilized and he was placed on a stretcher and cart off the field. They didn't finish the game. Hopefully he's all good. And the Knicks are suing the Raptors because an ex-employee illegally took thousands of files with him to his new position with the Raptors. So that's interesting, stealing from other things. XM employee uses official Facebook page to accuse the league of exploiting social media workers. Going, I work 14-hour shifts out of break at times. Shout out, I'm silver. Well, I got a lot of people's attention there. It was live about 20 minutes before getting deleted. How do I log out of this? I haven't worked there in weeks. Anyway, the NBA overextended social media employees greatly to determine to judgment their health and their social life for a salary of less than 50K annually after taxes. I work 14-hour shifts out of break. We don't get health insurance until 90 days of the job. That is silly, isn't it? Glad I resigned. No need for a job to get away of your happiness. Donate to the mental health causes. That is interesting. NFL Football Monday Night Countdown has announced that Scott Van Pelt will be the new host. Because obviously Susie Colbert and all the other people you know are gone. Ryan Clark and Robert Griffin III and Marcus Spear. Adam Schefter, of course. Michelle Beeser-Buck. Don't know who that is. And Larry Fitzgerald and Alex Smith will make appearances this year. Week one is MetLife Jets vs. Bills. And the the Ravens were 24-0 until they lost the other day. Interesting post uh, preseason Stafford winning game. Gunnar Harrison at 22-year-old and 52 days is the youngest player in Orioles history to have four extra base hits in a game. His rookie is the deal. Former Bishop Syracuse coach Roy Johnson filed for bankruptcy in Ohio. He came to the National Province for his role in that scandal, but now he's filing for bankruptcy. We are less than a week away from the premiere of the BS High School, which chronicles the scandal that occurred nearly two years ago. The program's founder, frontman, and head coach took stage center in the took center stage in the film before using the IMG name on the ESPN took the story viral. So. He is now obviously filed for bankruptcy because obviously he doesn't have money from all that other stuff. So that's interesting. Well, Julio Rodriguez sets a new record for Major League hits with 17 in four games. And FanDuel is now offering NFL ticket discount a better. They say bet 500, get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket. I feel like that's a good policy if you want more people to, you know, bet all the time. And the Royals announced blueprints for stadium where, one, you can see the city skyline behind it, calling it Royals Park. And then there's one where there's like a more of an outsourced, like futuristic, domey looking thing to it. But yeah, interesting. Sinclair is threatening to evict Diamond Sports Group as their feud keeps going because the affiliate Diamond Sports is obviously we don't want an issue that the whole that Sinclair bought 19 regional sports channels at the time, covering 42 NHL NBA teams for a certain amount of money that land them in debt. So obviously, they've had to sell and out of the rights to it, and they're going back and forth of who owns it and stuff, so that's interesting there. Happy trails to Jonathan Bernier. They came over the wire, played 14 seasons in hockey, 
for the Kings, the Leafs, the Ducks, the Avalanche, the Red Wings, and the Devil. So I want to say happy trails to you on your career. Congratulations to Jewel Lloyd. Top scoring season in franchise history. Passing Brianna Stewart did it multiple times. And before her was Lauren Jackson. And Baker Mayfield will become the first quarterback to start four different teams in less than two years. As he was announced as the QB1 for the Buccaneers. For the first time in 2018, a WMA player dropped 50 points in a single game. And now 53 by Asia Wilson. Enrique Mbaloque became the second player's fastest player in WNBA history, WNBA history excuse me, to reach 3K career points, only behind Elena Deladon. Football news, Antonio Gates is going to be in the Chargers Hall of Fame, which makes sense. Dwayne Washington's a good pickup by Denver. And it's Ashton Dooley towards ACL, so he's out for the year. Devon Taylor's going to Chicago. Tyler Adams going to the Colts. Adrian Dykes is going to Minnesota. And there's Mithin Cashin Turn is going to the Jags. Justin Marshall is going to Seattle. Ronald Darby going to Baltimore. It's a good pickup. Zach Merkerson towards Achilles after the year. Gerald Avery knee surgery. He's going to be out for a while. Jason Moore to Detroit. Sam Howell has been the QB1 in Washington, but they're still going to finish in last place. Damian Clowney also going to Baltimore. Even if he's not the same player he used to be, him as a part-time player stood anything else. James Washington has gone to the Colts. Ms. Brasco Jones going to the Cardinals. And Greedy Williams has been cut by the Giants, but then picked up. Excuse me. Not been cut. Greedy Williams is... Yeah, it was cut. Yeah, he was cut. He didn't go anywhere else. Rick Davis Williams was also cut. Mike Fierceing... Mike, Mack, Fearley, Isaiah, Washington, they all, I mean, Mike Fack and Jose going to Washington. They're, uh, Troy Hill's going to Carolina. Mike Dole has got a knee injury. Bagley was cut, but then he went back to Tennessee. John Warford has a neck injury. Arpon Chuck is going to Pittsburgh. And Demarcus Samtel is going to Carolina. Uh, Cleveland or Carolina, Taron Hill, meniscus surgery, John Spurkis tore ACL, Tucker Addington's going to the Jags, Theon Caldy's going to Tennessee, Damian Creshaw tore his ACL, Kidawu Dang is going to Phoenix, Gary McClain's going to the Bills, uh, Richard is going to Tampa Bay, Adrian Colbert, and Deshaun White is going to the Bills. Scary Terry, Scary Terry, unfortunately hurt his toe in preseason. Blankenship was cut by the Buccaneers. I guess I wrote this twice. How many people are last name Dang? Mc, Jared McPhil is going to the Bills. Smith and Jamaga Smith, Smith and Jiba, has surgery on his bone, his broken hand, so he's got for a while. Anthony Miller is going to the four, uh, 49ers. Ricardo McCall is going to the Patriots. Cameron Dan is going to Texas. Trey Crowder is going to the Chargers. And Heilman's Mayonnaise. The Hellman's Mayonnaise has signed a lifetime deal with Will Levitt, who said he likes to put it on in his ice cream and on his muffins and everything like that. And I'm like, that's disgusting. 
But hey, if you can get a lifetime deal from a major brand like that, that's really cool. Lee Filting was fired as senior VP of production ESPN. Era end there. Michael Irvin's going to be the latest guy going to the Undisputed show again. Both Stephen A. Smith and, and Rich and Skip Bayless are just going to have rotating panelists on the show every day when I think the best was when the two of them were together. And Chris Collinworth said if the NFL could, there would be 17 games on NBC for the Cowboys. Basketball news there. WNBA game outdid a lot live game, which makes sense. Kevin Garnett also going to be going to first take. That's interesting. Diana Taurasi. Excuse me. Diana Rossini is going as athletic as the head, you know, football writer, which is good for her to get more money. Steph is uh, funding a docuseries about the Howard University golf uh, team, which is nice. Sammy Wickham has over 1,500 career points. So did so did a key nurse. Congratulations to both of them. And Bronny says they, they said he's going to continue to play, which is always good news. And the uh, Phoenix the Connecticut Suns clinched a playoff spurt spot, which makes sense. Harden was fined $100,000 for his comments, and Javale McGee was cut so they could make Marquise Morris on the roster. Angel Hernandez lost his appeal, got discrimination lawsuit because they just realized how bad he was as an umpire, which is good for him. Tim Anderson's six-game suspension went down to six. Cuss went to Richard Blyer. Colton Wong went to the Dodgers. And 21 games into his minor league career. Daniels called up this Nolan Shield, a first baseman. Did not go how they thought this year, so that's probably why they called it prospect. The Mariners announced they're going to six-man rotation, which is interesting. We'll see how that goes. The Cubs, the Cardinals, the Giants, and Dodgers were the only teams with over 11,000 11, career wins. The Braves joined them there. Both Tony Goslin and Marcus Stroman are going to be out for a while, so those postseason chasing teams are not going to be able to get them. Carson Kelly's gone to Detroit, and Eric Haas has gone to Cleveland. Both Tucker Barnhart and Paul DeYoung were DFA'd this week, but at least DeYoung got picked up by the, the Giants. 2,000 career hits for Altuve, so I want to say congratulations to him. Andrew McCutton has the most, eighth most RBIs in Pirates history, passing uh, Willie Starge, I mean, excuse me, Dave Parker. Congratulations to him. Dylan Carlson is weighing ankle surgery, and if I were to just get it, the Cardinals are out this year. Yankees and Tigers are going to be in the next year's 2024 Little League World Series Classic. Manny Ramirez, congratulations to him being elected into Cleveland Baseball Hall of Fame. Well, Dave Martinez, even though the Nationals have stunk for like three, four years now, well, let's give him a two-year extension. That makes total sense. Sean Newcomb went traded to the A's. Yoshi Tsushugo has gone to the Giants, along with Paul DeYoung, as I mentioned. And the Tigers announced Austin... Excuse me. Yeah, Austin, uh, Sean, uh, Shane Riley. Excuse me. Riley Green. I don't know why I wrote Riley, except for his first name. Riley Green, excuse me. 
They're moving him to right field. I thought one of his best attributes was his capability to play center field, but I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. Franco, Wander Franco was placed on administrative leave, and they took him out all the signage in Tampa Bay. That has him up there to continue to investigate into his reports of minors that he had relationships with. Mike Trout is back from injury, so that's good for them. Corey McPherson at Fox 32 announced his retirement. So I just want to say happy trails to you. Watch a lot on TV. This Vlatke Derskolfivki has now stepped down as the women's soccer head coach of USA. After they lost, that probably makes sense. Uh, entertainment news. Freddie Rodriguez, a bull, is joining the cast of VHS 85. While congratulations to Love Blitzer and Barbara Coppola with Lifetime Achievement Awards. While Antonia Thomas and Craig Roberts are going to start in the British com- Insomnia Comedy Still Up. Other football quick stories. Isaac DiCarlo is going to the Raiders. Sam Williams, the defensive end of the Cowboys, was arrested for controlled substance and weapon charges. It's not good. Freddie Swain signed with the Eagles. Tom Mosse, local sound of the Broncos. Doug Costin's going to the Raiders. Dwayne Brown is back. Finalists for the 2024 Pro Football Hall of Fame for seniors are Randy McRisher, Steve McMichael, and R. Powell. Really, Steve McMichael needs to get in there. Shannon Sharp is one of the latest people that go somewhere. He's joining Colin Coward. The volume must go do great things. The Expendables 4. Don't know why they're coming out with that. Has announced that Andy Garcia, Levy Tran, Jacob Scurio, Tony Jai, who's a good action actor, Ike Wallace, and rapper 50 Center joined the team. While Reggie Bush announces that he's going to be suing the NCAA for defamation. And the Hornets announced they're going to have their City Edition throwbacks. And they look pretty much like what they're already wearing. Stupid. Sam Darnold has been announced as QB2 and Trey Lance will be QB3. We all saw that coming. And uh, Corey Davis, just under the wire, announced his retirement as well. Only a 28. Thought he could probably still play longer. Chicago native. Was out of West Michigan. Went to Whedon Warrenville South. Was a first-round pick. Was fifth overall by the Titans and went to play for the Jets. In college, his first-team All-American. Mac Offensive Player of the Year. Paul Warfield, three-time All-Mac. Freshman of the Year. Ida Bowl. Ida Potato Bowl MVP. 17 career touchdowns. Happy trails to you, Corey Davis. And Chris Fowler signed a multi-year extension to State ESPN while Michael Parley was released by Washington. And the White Sox have brought Tony LaRusso back as a consultant. I will get to that in one moment. Painting, uh, painting with John Lee. With John, excuse me, was canceled. Scene through HBO. Mark Ruffalo and Lily Ryan are going to be in this thing called Hal, Hal Harper, Hal Harper, whatever. Interesting cast. Good decision there. NFL announced that you can still get the Red Zone Network if you have NFL Plus. Stanford State College Game Day. Excuse me. Stanford Stan is going to be working College Game Day. 
in a betting role. Whoever that is, Chris Cautry's going to East Bend. Canty's going to East Bend Radio. Tay Diggs and Amber Reed are joining this Mickey Mouse Clubhouse's characters. Raphael was canceled at Prime. I mean, Ren Paul. Renfall. Yes. Legend of the, the Crown was canceled. NASCAR got a Netflix series for docu-series. While All Rise was canceled, which I'll get to in a moment. And it was like that. was renewed for season 3 HBO show based off the Sex and the City show. Frozen is getting a podcast. Kenny Jennings will now be hosting Celebrity Jeopardy because Maya Bialik and actress is in... Like, I gotta help out my, my tribe of people who are, you know, doing all that other stuff. Like, if they're on a strike, I might as well be on the strike. And what I want to get to all rise is, Dear CBS, you went and renewed the show and got us hooked at, oh, cool, there's going to be a second season. That is awesome. Then you cancel the show, and you're just like, great, what am I going to do? Oprah's network goes, we're going to pick it up. It's going to go to cable. And you're like, cool, it's going to go to cable. And you're like, that is awesome. Little did you know that they wanted to release it into two different seasons. It's like you could have just been like season three is season three and the next season is season four. I don't care if it's eight, ten episode. It's cabled. They show less than broadcast. And I would have been 100% okay with it. But I don't get why you split the third season in two and then don't show it for half, over for over a year. I remember it was on last year. In my old apartment, I think I was watching it during the winter break or whatever. Like, what the heck is going on, man? Like, where is it? And why is it not back? So, I don't know what they're doing. I just wish that the own network, you know, Oprah's channel, did not pick it up, I would be like, okay, cool, it's canceled, I'm never going to watch it again, nope, let's renew it, bring it back, and then split it into two halves, and we're going to wait forever for it, and Dave Batista, Jason Momoa are going to be in this, uh, be in this buddy comedy called Wrecking Crew as well. And Dale Earnhardt will be EP of the NASCAR docuseries for Netflix that I mentioned before. And the Golden Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise will premiere season 9 on ABC, September 9th on ABC. As everything right now is them doing game shows because of the writer strike. While Charles Martinet is retiring from the longtime voice role of Mario... And Super Mario, while RuPaul's Drag Race and All Stars and Untucked all renewed by MTV Plus and Paramount Plus. For those who are fans of that, and let me get to the White Sox here. So Tony La Russa, who wasn't fit enough to be the manager, and you let him go. 
and you go and hire someone with no experience whose own team, Pedro Griffiths Royals, didn't even want to hire him. They went outside of the organization. Oh, and I obviously can't read my own handwriting. It was a league of their own. Was canceled after they said there was going to be a second season. So that's annoying when you promise a second season and then you don't actually deliver on it. That's where you got to get annoyed. But as I'm getting back to the Sox thing, you're like, okay, cool. He's going to now be a consultant and help the White Sox. And and they also wrote in this article that he was taking cancer treatments. So earlier last week or you know last week, there were photos of him looking like complete heck from what he looked like last year. And now there's a little context to that he was taking cancer treatments, and I feel a little worse about making fun of him and saying he's a horrible manager. Maybe he just wasn't fit. That's the problem with the White Sox. He was not fit to be the the manager of the White Sox at his age. Yes, the White Sox won a division and they had a good season, but it was like, yeah, but I think he could have gone with somebody younger. Now, what I'm getting at is they decided that they're going to finally fire Kenny Williams. Okay. Kenny Williams should have been fired more than a decade ago. He joined the White Sox at the turn of the century as the general manager, man. Obviously, he started off as a scout. And then they're like, we're going to name you a special assistant to your buddy Jerry Reinstorf. And then he did a little studio analyst for the White Sox back in the day before he became the team's director of minor league operations. Then he was named vice president of player development, a position he remained until 2001. Then they're like, you know what? You are going to then be the manager, the, the GM, okay? Before you even become the president and all this other stuff. And obviously, we can give him credit for the White Sox 2005 season of getting Contreras, Orlando Hernandez, Freddy Garcia, John Garland to join the team because they didn't develop those guys. Hermanson, Jermaine Dye, AJ, Iguchi, Pesednik. Like, yeah. There were some moves this guy made that were great, but there was a period of time where it's like, he's got to go. And so guess what they did? In 2012, instead of firing him as general manager and vice president of baseball operations, they promoted him to president. He should have definitely been fired at least a decade ago. That's number one. And number two is, I think at this point, Rick Hahn should have been fired a few years ago because fired anyway this year because the Sox made the playoffs in the pandemic season because they had so many teams. Didn't do it in 2021. They won the division last year. I mean, in 20, you know, I mean, they won the division in 2021. Then last year was a disaster. And this year is also a disaster too. So it was about time for him to go. But if the rumors are true that Chris Ketch is in charge of the you know the minor league department, guess what? The White Sox player development staff has to go to be changed. The Sox get these talented players over the years in trades or international signings or you know just drafting the guy or getting him in a trade, and they literally just stink. Like that's more on player development and how they don't want to develop a player because a guy like Michael Kopech, Ronaldo Lopez, those are really talented guys. A guy like G. Little, inconsistent. Dylan Cease, this year's inconsistent. Like. Is it going to fall on the pitching coach or is it going to fall on the minor league level or the major league coaching stats? Because the White Sox for years would have horrible hitting coaches and Kenny Williams Rick Hahn would just keep them, okay? So we're going to just promote Chris Getz from within. No, 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 no. Chris Getz does not deserve a promotion. This minor league system hasn't been that great. Player development hasn't been great. I would say, no, 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 no. We're not keeping this guy around. 
or if we keep him around, he's not getting a promotion. Two, don't hire Dayton Moore. That's an old fart who got fired by the Royals because the Royals didn't have the common sense to realize, we peaked and we made the World Series twice with Hosmer and Moustakis and Lorenzo Cain and Salvador Perez and Zach Rink and all these other guys. It's like, I think it's time for you to go. And they let him go because the Royals have been stinking the last three to four years. The Sox need to hire a guy who works for the Astros, the Cardinals, the Brewers, the Marlins now, yes, because they have good ownership, I mean, front office work now, the Braves, the Dodgers, okay, even the Giants and the Rays, because I want a a guy who's plugging away as a low-level executive and wants the opportunity to become the person in charge. So that is why I feel like, man, that's what you want to do. You hire somebody who is comes from a, a, an organization that knows what they're doing and they get an opportunity to do that. And then you don't, can't really fault the ownership for going, well, we just hired this young up-and-coming guy. We don't know what's going to happen, but he's going to make a lot of changes to the whole team and we're going to be okay with it. Instead of just keeping Dayton Moore, who the Royals are just not the organization that I'm thinking about that, you know what, that's what we're going to do. But again, I don't know what's going to happen. Kind of surprising they did it in season. Hopefully they'll fire Peter Griffiel because he has no business being manager. So rest in peace to everyone who passed away. Happy trails to everyone who who retired. And as always, check out On The Radar Team blog, ontheradarmedia.com. Radar442 on Blogger, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, On The Radar Media, TikTok, checking out the the podcast on the radar, Apple Google Spotter, everywhere you get it. On the radar is the YouTube channel where you can get movie reviews every week and baseball observations. This was episode 206 for On the Radar as we talk about local and national sports on radar. And I will say this, guys, please subscribe on YouTube to get me to 100 subscribers. Like and follow me on Facebook to get to 1,000 likes. Just, just do it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to episode 206. See you guys next time.